Welcome back to your Teenage Daydream. We're on episode eight of season two of the OC, and this one is called The Power of a Love. I just immediately, like, hear the song in my head. <laughs> Same. It's really hard not to. Well, I, th- I feel like Newfound Glory, this is one of their cover songs, right? I feel like yes. Oh, so, like, yeah, I, I also, right. like, hear that. Like, that's just, like, I immediately hear that version. <laughs> nice. But, you know. That's hilarious. <laughs> So, oh, oh so man, this episode, the way this starts. <sighs> I know. So Ryan's in the kitchen just getting himself a bowl of cereal. Yep. You know, pouring the milk <laughs> on, phone rings, he answers the phone. It's clearly morning, because as we've established, Ryan is yeah. making himself a bowl of cereal. Although, to be fair, I do not always eat cereal for breakfast, so. Mm. But that is what it's indicating. <laughs> it's Seth on the phone. Yeah. So you're like, What? <laughs> But he's at Alex's. <laughs> Spent he, the night. He did. He very much did. And he needs Ryan to cover for him. And Ryan's like, no. <laughs> also, he's calling the house. Like, what if Sandy oh, I know. or Kirsten answered the phone? Well, that's what's hilarious is, like, because he calls and Ryan answers. And he's like, cough twice if you're alone. And Ryan's like, I'm alone. And you're like, what would you have done if one of your parents answered? Would you have just hung up? Right. <laughs> logic sometimes just doesn't enter into it but anyway Ryan's basically like no dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> not okay with this um and then we cut to Kirsten and Sandy in the bedroom where Sandy's like tying his tie and like, Kirsten mm-hmm. comes up behind him all like lovey <laughs> and he's like oh like basically kind of <laughs> good morning like what's the occasion kind of and then she says happy anniversary and Sandy's like oh dear yeah like just his face drops <sighs> yeah so you can tell Get Sandy it. Cohen forgot it was their anniversary <laughs> to make it even worse he says something about how he loves her even more than he did 19 years ago she's like <laughs> more than you did after we'd been married for one year and you're like oh not only did he forget their anniversary, mm-hmm. he forgot their 20th anniversary. And he doesn't know how long they've been married. Maybe that's because last season it was their 17th anniversary. Yes, that is entirely possible. <laughs> no Maybe one knows when the Coens got married. Jumped ahead three years uh, in some <laughs> sort of weird quantum time loop. Because, <laughs> like, even if everything had been lined up with, like, if it started right when it was their anniversary, which at that this point we have to assume is January. Right. And, like, because it had been long enough, like, I still don't think it would have, like, lined up that they would have hit, no. the, like, enough anniversary. <laughs> which I just have a question about, like, is this not something in the writer's room that you'd go, wait, didn't we already say that they celebrated such and such an anniversary in the last season? Well, because, okay, I think this is because, uh, shout out to our other podcast, go listen to that, another book on the shelf. Um, like, as writers, what we're, I mean, well, what we're supposed to do is, like, you have that, you have your character list, you have their, you know, their hair color written down, their eye color, their birthdays, their this. Right. Like, you have that, like, master, like. And I mean, to be fair, I do not have a master list because yeah. I'm terribly organized. Yes. But, like, I would assume but for TV, there has to be some sort timelines. of spreadsheet something. Right. With at least, okay, last season, 
what happened with the Coens? This, this, this. Like, <laughs> right? Like, did we do their anniversary last season? Yeah, because like they didn't. There wasn't like a celebration or anything. I don't think, but like, was it mentioned or like? Maybe they just and decided to like, fuck it. I mean, probably. Yeah. They probably figured it was a minor detail that nobody would notice, um, especially back in two thousand four. Yeah. Well, yeah, because this is like. When things weren't quite, I think, as, like, hyper-inspected. Mm-hmm. And, like, hyper-Googleable. Yeah. And, like, you weren't binging things the same way. You were yeah. actually watching week to week. <laughs> it had been long enough that they're like, everyone probably forgot. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, Sandy, trying to save everything, is like, no, I planned, like, a huge celebration. Like, of course, it's been planned forever. Like, it's cool. But Kirsten knows. Yeah, she knows. She knows. And, like, so, like, Sandy's going downstairs, and he finds Ryan. He's like, do you need a ride to school? And Ryan's like, no, I'm going to bike. And he's like, no, where's you? Where's Seth? I need everyone. I need reinforcements. Yeah, he's we like, need have stuff to do. Me here. <laughs> and then after the where's Seth question, Ryan says he went to school early because he had to finish a report. And I'm like, a report on what? And he's like, the history of agriculture in 20th century California. dude uh, Kirsten's like that's specific <laughs> uh, and then but then it's super like... funny because then he wishes them a happy anniversary yeah <laughs> so Ryan knows yeah uh, but then Sandy like super lawyers Ryan he's just like mm-hmm. he snuck out didn't he <laughs> yeah so they figure it out that's one of my, like, favorite openings is just that, because, like... It's so good. Has, the like, whole like, thing good is so good. Sandy Ryan, and then, like, the back and forth, and they're just, like, went to school early. And then, like, Ryan's, you know, just kind of keeps constantly going back and forth. Did a report. He did a report. What was it on? Uh, like... <laughs> just the history of agriculture in 20th century California. Yeah. Which is too much for me. Like... <laughs> also, where did he get that from? Oh, man. I know, because it, it waits, like, long, just long enough that you're like, oh, he's just gonna, like, tell them the truth. And then, like, that just, like, flies out of his mouth. So funny. <sighs> so, yeah, so then at school, Seth mm-hmm. is giving Ryan a hard time for his, this paper topic. Yeah. You're supposed to be vague. You're supposed to be vague when you're lying. <laughs> yep. Ryan's like, I'm a bad liar. Get somebody else to lie for you next time. <laughs> And then hilariously, Zach and Summer come to sit with them. Yeah. Of course, Zach Which and I guess Seth they're have... all friends? Yeah, I mean, they were all like... Oh, no, wait, that's the end of this episode. Never mind. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just hard to know, uh, like, where they're all at with their, like, comfort level in their friendship. Yeah, and I guess because, like, in the last episode, since because they realized that their fight had nothing to do with Cohen, then, like, I guess they can be friends with them. And, like, as right, we established... Really- you know, people. like, no one's friends with anyone else. True. <laughs> and, like, I do understand why this is the case. Yes. In TV shows, mm-hmm. it's by necessity, because otherwise you just have too many characters to contend with. Yeah. But, yeah, it is always very weird. But that's just it. They're not even, like, saying hi to someone in the hallway. <laughs> this is true. It's just no one else at Harbor exists. I do feel like that's true, though, for a lot of teen TV shows. Yeah. 
I mean, I, they even friends I know like it makes a point of making a joke about the fact that they only have those friends. Yeah. And it's when like all of them are sitting in Monica and Rachel's place and somebody knocks on the door and they like look around <laughs> and they like count <laughs> themselves to like be like, who could this be? We're all here. <laughs> Uh, well, I think it's what it is is just like because Harbor just seems like such a big school. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you think about One Tree Hill, that still just seems super small town. True. Because like everyone still kind of knows each other. And like you do, I think, because you have the basketball team mm-hmm. and like the cheerleading team in that show, you get like little minor. Yeah. Cameos of other characters. Mm-hmm. And like the like secondary like the. The slightly outside the inner circle, like yeah. that next circle, where this is just strictly inner circle. Yep. With like a spoke here and there, like Luke and Zach. Yeah. But yeah, Zach and Seth quickly talk about X Men, and then Summer's just like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no comments. She sends Zach away to go get her coffee. And then she starts making comments about Seth's outfit and eventually jokes, as always happens on this show. Right. Someone makes the joke of truth. Uh, and how, <laughs> talking about how he, like, did the walk of shame, mm-hmm. basically, because he was at Alex's last night. And he was right. like, yep. And she was like, oh, no. Because yep. she is, like, a shook. Yeah. Well, and then, okay, it's so funny because then Ryan tries to say that the washing machine broke. (laughs) So I was like, you're a terrible liar. But I would also like to point out that this is hilarious because apparently Summer pays enough attention to what Seth is wearing that she notices that he's wearing the same shirt he was yesterday. Right. Because it's not like a super distinct shirt. No. And aside from like, it was wrinkly, but like, that doesn't mean anything. Right. So yeah. Right. He's a teenage boy. He could have just picked it off his floor. Yeah. Seth still has feelings for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then Zach brings the coffee and she's like, I can't drink this in the morning. I get nauseous and like leaves. <laughs> oh, I know. She's always finding like, reasons oh, to like get away summer. from Zach. But then like they always like come back together and she's just like, oh, damn it. Yep. So. We then head to the Cooper Nickel Mansion. Yeah. Julia's going on and on about some photo shoot. She's trying to figure out like should they shoot towards the house to see how big it is? Or should they shoot towards the ocean to get the view? And it's just like back and forth. And Caleb is like, Caleb not does not care. Interested. No. Well, cause she even says, she's like, can you at least feign interest? And he's like, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. He's like reading the paper or something. <laughs> so funny. So then Marissa comes in and Julie's like, basically telling her she needs to be there. Mm-hmm. And she should wear Mark Jacobs and, yeah, basically behave herself I guess and look happy yeah Marissa's like fine I need money <laughs> right and Julie's like if you don't do this I'm not going to give you any money and Caleb's like oh for god's sake and hands her money I know <laughs> it's so good it's honestly so good I love it so much well and that's and like that's the one thing about Caleb where like there are just those moments of like Caleb's hilarious in this episode he's not even in it very much but every single scene he has I'm like you're hysterical to me so funny well and he just as much as he is, like, Caleb and blah, 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 and whatever, like, he understands and he gets it. He, I think he probably understands Marissa absolutely more than Julie. And oh, he gets, sure. like, what she's doing, why she's doing it. But Julie's always just like, meh, meh, meh. And it's like, no, like, yeah. just 
Plus, also, it's just, so, it's just such a funny moment. The photo shoot's stupid too. So, right, <laughs> like he's basically on Marissa's side with this. Yeah. So, because he says as much. He's like, "We're like, why are we going to act like some big functional happy family? Like this is not, it's not even true." So, whatever. <laughs> and then Julie's all mad. <laughs> Um, yeah, Ryan and Lindsay are talking. Yes. Uh, and they both agree that the whole situation kind of sucks because they're not telling Kirsten and, like, mm-hmm. they want to. But then Lindsay's like, well, she kind of wanted to do this. And she had said we could hang out and do that. She's like, can we just, like, tell her, like, after? And she, like, gives us, like, huge list of things. Yeah. But they're going to study tonight. Yes. A wink, a wink. Heavy air quotes around study. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> all my notes are. <laughs> <laughs> quotes study in quotes <laughs> uh, yeah. so then we cut to Sandy and Kirsten yep. in the kitchen Sandy gets off the phone Kirsten's drinking some wine mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Sandy's gonna take her to this really nice hotel in Laguna Beach mm-hmm. and Kirsten's like how did you manage to get such a last minute reservation and he's still trying to pretend like it wasn't a last minute reservation mm-hmm. Even though she's on to him. Yeah. And so like Sandy, she knows just apologize at this point. I mean, like there was a lot of other crap going on recently. So, I mean, while I do think it's terrible that he forgot their 20th anniversary, Mm -hmm. dude. Yeah. I also can a little bit understand how this may have happened. What with everything with like Caleb happening and like, and that's just it. Like it's in the episode before this, they like Ryan clearly says something about like, you know, giving Lindsay winter break. Like, so there's been, cause it was the holidays, which we, I assume happened probably slightly yeah. before actual, like the day of Christmas, curse, like Hanukkah, whatever. Yeah. I would think so. And right, then like, there's no mention Hanukkah of New Year's. Day. Like it's just winter break. So like we have jumped into January. So there are at least a yeah. couple weeks there where like, he probably could have got his shit together. You would think. Also, I just always find these storylines like so strange because have you not, talked at all to one another about what you're going to be doing for your 20th anniversary right i find that so bizarre it's even like when people the like something like 16 candles or any kind of thing where someone's birthday is forgotten yeah like how has that I not come up mention last... my birthday before my birthday actually happens so like i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like even this year like my birthday basically didn't happen. Hashtag right. quarantine. So I feel like next year is going to be super weird because I like skipped over this last year and the next year is a whole other year and it's just not going to be right. But like, <laughs> everyone still like knew it was my birthday. Like right. it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, questions about that. Well, like, why weren't other people like asking about their anniversary? Like, it should have been a conversation somewhere. Right, especially because Ryan and Seth both seem to know this is a thing. So. Yeah. Which we find out shortly. <laughs> so Kirsten's basically saying that she doesn't think they should leave Seth alone right now, which mm-hmm. kind of fair. Yes. So this is so good because Seth comes home and Sandy notices that he calls him Seth Ezekiel, which is hilarious in and of itself because <laughs> it's just such a name. He's like, "Kitchen now and bring Mr. History of Agriculture with you." <laughs> Seth and Ryan like sheepishly come into the kitchen. 
Sandy says something about like, do you know what this weekend is or something? Says mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's your 20th anniversary. <laughs> Sandy just has this look on his face like how am I the only person that forgot this (laughs) oh boy but they are both grounded they are both grounded and he threatens them with Julie Cooper yeah because he's saying like we're going away trusted and like we need to trust you to like stay at home when you're grounded because otherwise you're gonna have to go to Julie Cooper's yeah it's like, otherwise you're going to have to go stay with your grandfather, which means a whole weekend with Julie Cooper. <laughs> and they're both just like, no, no, you can trust it. <laughs> lies. More lies. Julie Cooper. Terrifying children for years. Oh my God. It's so funny. <laughs> I just love that it's such a genuine threat. Yeah. <laughs> so, meanwhile... As the boys are being grounded, yep. uh, Marissa and Summer are doing their homework, their French homework. Which, I mean, Summer has a very good point. Most people, their second language in America is Spanish, but um, they're Especially in California. Right? That just like, makes me you're feel cl- like... You're close enough that you can drive to Mexico and you're taking a French class? Yeah, like that just makes me feel like Harbor really is like some snooty private school. Right? Totally, because I, I, I see how, like, you would see how French could be, like, seen as, like, a mm-hmm. like a fancier second language. Yeah. Which is all just a bunch of bullshit, but... Yeah. Yeah. Summer is correct. Yep. They should be learning Spanish. <laughs> but, of course, because she has unresolved feelings for Seth, she oh. is complaining to Marissa about how he is clearly sleeping with Alex, and she had hoped that... Her and Zach would have sex before Seth was having sex with anyone else. And so Marissa's being, like, really smart and, like, just, like, well, you Mm -hmm. know, like, it's okay. Like, when you guys are ready, you're ready. And, like, it's not about any of that stuff. can't rush it. And Summer's like, I think we're ready. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Oh, Summer. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So then, oh, man. Then we're back at the Coens. Yep. And Lindsay's come over to study. Yes. That's the only reason uh, she was allowed over, though, because she was studying, because yeah. they're grounded. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we have Sandy and Kirsten chilling <laughs> with some Sundays. it looks like. Yes. <laughs> some nice-looking Sundays actually. Giant they were eating Sundays, it, and I was yeah. like, I want one of those. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Got, like, maraschino cherries in it. Yeah. <laughs> Whipping cream. <laughs> Uh, and Sandy's basically like wondering if they're handling all this the right way. Like, yeah, like, like should this... we just like actually be talking to them or spending more quality time with them rather than just grounding them in their rooms to do homework? Yeah. And so he decides, no, they're going to spend quality time. <laughs> and then he's because they're watching, I guess, the news. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, it's Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> that's punishment enough. And I enjoy that that is a joke that still holds up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Still relevant. So Sandy's going to go get Seth. Kirsten's Uh going to go get Ryan. Uh Uh-huh. Make them watch TV. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Sandy finds Seth just as he's attempting to sneak out. Yeah, like halfway out the window. Oh, yeah. And Kirsten, of course, this time. (laughs) We've We've got Lindsay and Ryan making out heavily on Ryan's bed. 
Ryan is shirtless. Oh, yeah. And Kirsten walks in. <sighs> Such a awkward moment. <laughs> For so many reasons. Like, first of all, you don't really want to find your surrogate son yeah. shirtless making out with a girl. Mm-hmm. That's already an awkward situation. Yep. But when that girl is your newly discovered half-sister, <laughs> really makes it super awkward. Yes. <sighs> well, just because, you know, like, one shirt off, I feel like that's just... Oh, yeah. That's... Ew, once going... the first one comes off like that. Well, and, like, she was down to her... Like, it's just a little tank top thing, mm-hmm. but... It's a rather provocative tank top. Um, It is, because when she was wearing it at school... There was right? a minute where I was like, is that her bra? Oh my god, me too. <laughs> and then I was like, oh no, it's just a weird tank top. Because she has like that a cardigan like over it. Yes, and it like... literally just looks like her shirt, her, her cardigan is cut open and you could just see her bra. I know, like, speaking of friends, but it was more like that episode of Seinfeld where What's-Her-Face is just wearing the top, as a, the bra as a top. Right. But yeah, it's just a kind of a slutty looking tank top. I think it was just 2004 and... <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so the next morning, it's like, we cannot leave the boys. Like, nope, right. having this conversation, being like, we cannot go. They come down, of course, the boys have made a spread of breakfast. Like oh, all... like, like every variety of pancake imaginable. Yeah, because, you know, There's they got up at four in the morning to make all the pancakes. <laughs> and they're trying to apologize. Both Sandy and Kirsten are just like, no. You're like, this is way too late for this. <laughs> You're too late. Pancakes, no. too late. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work. but sandy's determined that they're going to celebrate their anniversary and the kids are not getting in the way yes and so then that same morning dj dj has come to pick marissa up for school i guess to drive her to school i don't know presumably goes there how old is dj i don't know i mean he could be like 18 yeah i mean maybe 20 19 somewhere in there I don't know but yeah so either way like she's about to leave and Julie's just like we have the photo shoot tomorrow like blah 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 and Marissa gets that little Marissa spark in her eye (laughs) oh sure no problem I'll bring DJ it is about family it's just like it's not good because in this scenario she's just straight up using DJ to piss off her mom. She's being Julie. And you're like, yikes. This is not a good look for anyone. Yeah. Except poor DJ who's just caught in the middle. And like, DJ is actually super nice. Yeah. I like DJ. DJ's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Julie's clearly pissed. But also I think almost doesn't think Marissa's gonna do it. Yeah, I don't think she does at all. <laughs> it's like, have you so. not been here for the last year and a half? Wait, what? Right? But anyway, so Marissa leaves. <laughs> Whatever. Yep. Um. <laughs> Lindsay and Ryan are talking yes. at school. And obviously, like, Lindsay, like, bolted out of the Cohen house the night before. Uh, yeah, fair. Fair reaction. <laughs> And so, like, okay, obviously Kirsten knows, and Lindsay's like, I'm going to talk to her. Like, I'll have, like, a, mm-hmm. just kind of, like, a real conversation with her, so. And Ryan's like, good, because she's not really talking to me. Yeah. 
Um, and then we cut to the bait shop where Sandy walks in to talk to Alex. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because at first she thinks he's cops. Yeah, we have the permits, blah, blah, It's just because, like, he looks like a super lawyer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm something much worse. I'm Seth's dad. <laughs> She's like, that is worse. <laughs> but then he just has, like, this, like, good Sandy talk with her. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Man. I know. I love him. And, like, it's fair because he talks about how, like, he doesn't really know what to do with them. And, like, maybe if, like, you can talk to Seth, like, yes. Yeah. And then she's just, I've never really had, you know, good experience with, like, people of authority. I've never had good experiences with dads. Like, this is just mm-hmm. weird. But, yeah. It's a nice Sandy. moment. Yeah. Boy, then we get Summer and Zach at school. Ugh. And Summer is just like, you know. I think mm-hmm. we're kind of like at that point, like let's try and move to the next level. But meanwhile, Zach's like, I have to pick up my sister tonight. Like I'm busy, this and that. And meanwhile, Summer is clearly just like, let's do it. Yes. And she's like, okay, you know, like let's take it to the next level. And he's like, great. Like we can, you can meet my family this weekend. Well, yeah. Cause he's like, I just have to talk to my parents first. And she's yes. like, uh, you really keep them in the loop on these things. And he's like, well, I probably should if we're going to dinner with them. And then Summer's like, oh, I see. We've had a misunderstanding here. (laughs) But she just rolls with it. And she's like, all right. Yep. Guess I'm meeting his family then. (laughs) And after school, instead of Seth going home, he's skateboarded to Alex. Mm -hmm. Her apartment. And he's all just like trying to get the business. Oh, my God. And she's like, nope. Nope. And then eventually says, like, your dad came and talked to me. Seth's like, oh, my God. (laughs) But it's so funny because she, like, can't remember exactly what she says to him, but about how, I don't know, she wanted to, like, listen to what he had to say or something. And he's like, yeah, Sandy Cohen has that effect on people. (laughs) And it's true. Mm -hmm. Sandy Cohen keeping keeping Newport Beach together for. Yep. Apparently 20 years. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, yep. So. They decide to take some space. <laughs> and then she says, tell your parents happy anniversary. <laughs> and Seth's leaving. <sighs> so funny. Uh, yeah. Really cute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sandy and Kirsten are, like, in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, it's great. Like, we're going to... The boys are going to go to Caleb's. We're going to do this. It's all we're going to find. And she's just like, no, like, where do you think Seth is right now? Like, he's already just yep. like, not come home. Oh. Yeah. And then they get into it. Oh, Kirsten she... basically accuses him of being the nice guy that doesn't, like, that lets them get away with anything. And, like, God forbid, like, she ever comes down on them. And then throws the whole Seth. Oh. in Portland thing mm-hmm. Adam and you're like oh and Sandy's right he's like it's a good thing I did say that because otherwise maybe he never would have come back yep but then she's like well that's why now he thinks he can do whatever he wants and it's like Ugh. yep and then she says something like and I'm, am I supposed to find it cute that you forgot our anniversary and I'm like Ugh. Yep. yikes so that's a bad situation mm-hmm the Sandy Kirsten fight is never good. Oh, never no, good. it's always so awful. Yep. 
but uh, so yeah, Sandy's on the couch mm-hmm. doing something, and so, like Seth like sees him down the hall and like this tries is... to like avoid him. Sandy's so just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. get in here. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta chat. <laughs> and it's basically just like asking him, like, what is up with you lately? Mm-hmm. And like Seth makes such a good point because he's saying like. I always feel like once I'm around her, I always have to prove mm-hmm. that I'm good enough to be around her. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan comes by. Mm-hmm. And Sandy's like, yeah, you come too. <laughs> come over here. Join the party. Ryan's sorry about Lindsay. Yeah. And basically, they want to, like, help what can I do to save the anniversary weekend, basically? Yes. Like, yeah. I literally remembered nothing about this episode. No. Nope. Not even a hot second. Right. <laughs> uh, maybe the one part with Julie and DJ coming up, but, like, just more just the fact that that was something that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. But, yeah, so... The Cohen men are hatching a plan. Yes. Lindsay is at the Newport group because she wants to talk to Kirsten mm-hmm. uh, and apologizes, saying, you know what, like, Ryan and I were actually together before any of right. this happened, and we kind of didn't really know everything happened so fast. We didn't know how to talk about things. And Kirsten, Which because I think because she's so mad about the anniversary and everything mm-hmm. else, kind of takes it out on Lindsay and has said, you know, like, I think we need to take a step back from this. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, like. I know. She's like, you know, like, let's just try being friends for now. And, like, Lindsay is crushed. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. We then get a lovely little parallel moment. Back to the days when Seth and Summer were a thing. Yeah. And Seth met Summer's dad. Mm-hmm. And it went terribly. And, and I forgot. This Summer's was... Turn. I also forgot this. This was, like, terrible. This was bad. Mm-hmm. Zach and Summer go to meet his mom and his sister. His dad's yeah. off somewhere in D.C. or something like that, mm-hmm. so... And his mom and his sister are having this big discussion about cashmere and all of these things that are happening. Mm-hmm. And Summer, trying to be super Summer and, like, keen on everything like she is, tries to jump in and starts talking about her pashminas. Yes, because she thinks they're talking about cashmere as a fabric. As in C-A-S-H. Not as in capital K. Territory between India and Pakistan. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they're actually talking about the wars. Mm -hmm. And she's just, like... Oh, she's just trying everything they say she's trying so hard but then she just seems so like she ends up seeming like what you actually think or at least what summer was right. at the beginning of the show that newport girl that oc girl like oh yeah well because like, then she tries to like move away from that and like ask zach's sister something about like how she's so tan like where were you something's like yes because she'd been gone for a year and basically says something about i don't know some hotel somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, I was like help installing irrigation systems in like wherever. Yeah. Some summer's like, or something like, 
oh so like of course summer is just coming across as like so ditzy dumb superficial mm-hmm. and like oh, that's the one thing and like oh they look like they just hate her so much so and it makes much. me so sad because of like because summer's out of everyone i mean with like a dash of ryan she's the one person who we've actually seen significant character growth in right whether it was like in her all the time or not but like she's the one who has we have seen her change from the first episode to now yeah this episode yeah because she's not just a shallow newport girl anymore mm-hmm. i mean she never really was but she like sort of put that on as yes. yeah yeah oh but yeah so that's rough yep man and seth goes to the bait shop uh <laughs> i'm destroying things behind me uh to talk to Alex because he wants to get his job back because obviously she's like since they kind of like broke up or whatever mm-hmm. you know she's not gonna work there and this and that and it's just ugh yep man because of course she's just and like, then Alex yeah Alex is like you don't realize how lucky you are mm-hmm. that you have a parent who actually cares and who like the first reaction to something like this is to come talk to me and not just kick you out of the house yeah which is obviously basically what her parents did to her. Yep. But she gives him his job back. Yeah. She's like, you know where the bathrooms are. <laughs> Hands him a mop. <laughs> it is now photo shoot time. Oh, man. Caleb, Julie, and Marissa are all just... This is- Caleb was also hilarious in this moment. Like, really condescending in, like, a horrible Caleb way, but it was just really yeah. funny in the moment. Well, because, like, even... So, like, when it's just the three of them, like, Marissa has her arms crossed, they're all just, like, mm-hmm. angry, and, of course, the photographer's, like, smile, and it's just, like, I am smiling. Well, and it's funny, too, because he says something, but, like, his face is gonna freeze like this if you don't push the button, and I'm just, like, just, like, fully reminded of any time I've been at a family <laughs> gathering in which I have, like, 5,000 photos, and I'm like, I know your pain right now, sir. Yeah. It sucks. Cool. To just hold that smile. You have to, like, stretch your jaw out afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, DJ shows up. And, like, dressed very nicely. Like, oh, yeah. He looks great. Yeah, he's on the ball here. He was also not aware that um, this was going to be an issue. Yeah, because Marissa told him that it was fine. Mm-hmm. She did not tell Julie that he was coming. Mm-hmm. So... Caleb's funny again because oh the whole God. time he's like, is he here to mow the lawn? Like, couldn't he come at a different time? Can we tell him to come back later? So obviously Caleb doesn't even know that he's been fired. Like, Yeah, he doesn't work there. He's dating Marissa. And Caleb's just going on. And he's like, and check for poison oak, too. <laughs> Do they even have poison oak there? Like, don't they have, like, palm trees and grass? I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's really funny, though. <sighs> and then, you know... <sighs> Julia's, well, yeah, so D- oh. DJ storms off because yeah. he's mad at Marissa for not telling him that this was going to be a whole thing. Yeah, because, like, that she was doing exactly what we said, using yeah. him to get back at Julie. Yeah. And then there's this moment where you think Julie's a real human being. Oh, yeah, being. almost. You think and she's going to get him back. It sounds like it is a lot, like, a very logical explanation. He's mad at you right now. Let me yep. go talk to him because I'm the only one who's going to be able to convince him to come back here. Yep. And again, because I completely forgot about this episode, I was like, oh, Same. yeah, that totally makes sense. Except then as soon as she got over there, I was like, oh, I remember this. Mm-hmm. 
And she cuts him a check for $5,000. Because she also just happened to have her purse in the photo shoot picture with her checkbook in it. (laughs) Either way, she like tosses the check at him through the window, basically. Yeah. One, because she's like, you know, DJ, what's your last name? I'll just leave that blank. You can write it in yourself. Because obviously she would never know the help's name. Right. Or, like, I suppose how to spell a Spanish-sounding last name. Oh, yeah. The snobbery is shocking. Super shocking. So, yeah. That happens. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't remember, actually, if he took it or not. Yeah, me neither. So, then we have Ryan and Lizzie meet at the pier. And... Ryan wants to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And, like, Lindsay wants to say something, too, but she lets Ryan go first. Yep. And he says that, basically, like, their relationship is causing problems with Kirsten. And he thinks they should take a step back and be friends. Yep. Which, obviously, Lindsay is upset about because she's, like... It's the exact same speech that she just got from Kirsten. Kirsten. Yeah. And she was, like, great, like... Mm-hmm. I just had, like, a family, or, like, a sister and a boyfriend, and now I have, like, two friends. Yep. Great. Which I do feel bad for her, but at the same time, I'm, like, I see where Ryan's coming from. Yeah, like, if... You know, if like, it's a choice between his girlfriend or the family that basically adopted him... In an actual, like, actually did way. Right. Because, like, like, I fully understand her being mad at Kirsten. Because 100%, totally. like... Agreed. No, wait. Like, you're my sister. You're supposed to be doing this. Like, you're also the grown-up in this situation. You right. should be, like, helping here. But, yeah, like, with Ryan. And... Like, I get Lindsay of... being upset. That's fine. Whatever. You're reacting the way you react. But I'm just like, this is so far from being Ryan's fault. Well, and, like, I'm wondering, is it just something where he's... They've never fully talked about Ryan's past? Right? Like, I mean, she knows that he's been taken in by them. Like, she knows that he's from Chino. But is that it, though? Is it literally just, oh, you're from Chino. For some reason, the Coens took you in. Not like, you know, abusive family. Your mother literally ditched you. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, all the other, you know, the fighting and the this and the that and the juvie and the brother and, like, (laughs) the burning of the model home and, like, all those other things that have happened to that. But this point with them always fighting for Ryan. Yeah. The whole Teresa thing. Obviously, I mean, I assume she clearly has no idea about any of the Teresa stuff. No, probably uh, not. Like, all that stuff. Because if you know that, then you're like, it makes complete sense. Like, of he... Of course. It's not that he doesn't want to be with her, but, like, you have to... He has to do whatever he... Wait. Because he's Ryan Atwood, <laughs> what yes. Ryan Atwood does is he's always going to feel in debt to the Coens. Yeah. Even though he doesn't have to, because, like, they're the Coens and that's what they do for him. Right. But he's always going to be that one who tries to save everyone else. And, like, yeah. unfortunately, right now, Kirsten and Sandy's marriage trumps Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Which I totally get. Yeah. But, anyway. So that happens. Lindsay's sad. She leaves. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sandy's trying very hard to make up this 20th anniversary disaster yes. <laughs> by taking Kirsten to the arches for dinner mm-hmm. and hiring some 
of his cop friends to basically babysit the boys. I know. She's like, we can't leave. Like, these boys are stupid. And, like, literally, like, the two police officers walk in. And like, she's in like, uniform. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and they're weird beige uniforms. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So then we have Sandy Kirsten at dinner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, like, talking about how his food's really good. How's her food? And she's like, yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's clearly still kind of upset about things. Yeah. Uh, but then she does apologize. Yes. For bringing up the whole Portland thing. And basically, she's just Seth's growing up and she doesn't want to lose him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, they're, they patch things up yep. pretty much there. Except then the then... police officers show up. <laughs> yep. To say that they don't know what happened. They looked away for, like, a second, and then they escaped. Yeah, somehow the boys escaped. <laughs> Which, this was the point in the episode where I was like, oh, wait a minute. Is this a scheme? <laughs> so I was like, there's no way. This is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no possible way. Um, but before we come back to that, we have a little bit of Summer in her room reading a bunch of, like, political magazines. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Zach's been trying to call her and she hasn't been answering any of his calls and Marissa's like, what are you doing right now? Like, Summer's like, there's just so much news, I can't catch up. Yeah. (laughs) It changes every day. Informing myself. (laughs) Uh, Poor Summer. Yeah. Uh, Marissa says DJ hasn't called her at all. So you're like, you have a moment of, oh, he took that money. Yeah. I mean, hey, Uh, no matter who you are, $5,000 is $5,000. Right? Although, as my sister pointed out, as far as Julie and Caleb are concerned, that's probably kind of cheap. (laughs) Well, yes. But anyway. (laughs) We cut back to Sandy and Kirsten in the back of the squad car. (laughs) (laughs) And Sandy says he has a suspicion about where they are probably, where the boys probably went. Mm -hmm. So they pull up to the bait shop and Sandy's going on about how this is the last string and no more Mr. Nice Guy and he's going to put his foot down. (laughs) Yes. And they come in. He's like, but first. Surprise! Lights go up. Surprise! Everyone's at the bait shop. Yeah. Although, hilariously, I just need to point this out. There's this moment where there's, like, a bunch of, like, panning to different people in the bar. And I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the random people that always show up at the random parties. The extras. Yeah. <laughs> Party extras. And Ryan and Seth are up on the stage and, like, giving this speech. So cute. And, like, apologizing, but also saying, like, if their marriage, you know, never mind 20 years, but if they can survive the two of them. Yeah. They can get through anything. Oh. Yep. And then they invite Sandy up to sing, and Kirsten's like, no! (laughs) (laughs) Sandy Cohen and the news! Yes. The power of love. Yep. And like you see Alex at the bar. What? It's because it's Huey Lewis in the news. Ah, yes. That song. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Fun little trivia. Yeah. But yeah, you see Alex at the bar and you see that she obviously helped orchestrate this whole thing. Yes. Summer and Zach show up. Yeah, Summer is like tucked away in a corner somewhere reading. Yeah. (laughs) Zach's like, what are you doing? 
<laughs> she's reading about the Hungar- Hungarian minority in Serbia. <laughs> Which, like, here's what I think is so the worst part of, like, how mean they are to Summer, is that she's caught up on this in, like, the span of... Yeah. <laughs> A couple of days, maybe? Like a yeah, day? Yeah, most. <laughs> She's decided to hunker down and research all of the things. <sighs> I mean, as we've but learned, like, that's what Summer does. Like, she she dives yeah. in. She's good like that. Yeah. Very resourceful. But then Zach, being lovely and sweet, oh, right? explains how, like, there's different ways to be smart. Like, it's not that you're not smart, but you're different, and that's that's why I like you. Like, I don't yeah. want you to be like my family. Mm-hmm. Oh. I know. Yeah. Oh, then Julie oh. tells Marissa that she gave DJ money as a test. Mm-hmm. And since at this point, all we know is that he's gone. Yep. Or like not answering the phone. Yeah. You assume he's just taken it. Yeah. Um, so, Marissa and Julie still hate each other. <laughs> Does that ever change? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, and then we have, like, a little Kirsten and Ryan moment. Yeah. And she apologizes for freaking out and says, like, you know what? Lindsay's really great. You know, I don't, you know, like, I should be friends with her. You should be friends with her. You should dance with her. Because then yeah. Lindsay shows up. Because Seth called her. Yeah. So they dance and it's all cute. Mm-hmm. And then Seth and Kirsten have a little moment. Yeah, like, he introduces apologizing Alex. And the, yeah. Oh. Of course, it's all nice. Kirsten is like trying to be cool with it, and she's like, nice tattoos. Right? Well, and like Alex says, your husband rocks, by the way. And Kirsten's like, please don't tell him that. <laughs> <sighs> and then DJ comes to see Marissa. Mm-hmm. They're like outside. And uh, he's basically like, we can't, I don't think we should do this anymore. She was like, oh, so you took the money. He's like, no, actually. He's like, I just think, you know, this is basically, this entire relationship has been based on you trying to piss off your mom. So. Correct. Yep. Which, like, Marissa does apologize for. Mm -hmm. And I think she did, like, have genuine feelings for him. But also I think think it was just kind of like lust for him and hatred for her mom. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, and, like, he's he's pretty cool about it, too. Like, he's like, you know, we had fun. It yeah. was, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. And then, <laughs> this is the best part, because she had left the the name on the check blank for him yeah. to fill out. He was like, he gives the check to Marissa. He's like, she left me this blank check, so if you want to fill this out and go on a shopping spree. <laughs> and it's perfect, because she's expecting that money to disappear. Yeah. Because she wrote the check specifically for him to take it (laughs) so now marissa has five thousand dollars that she can just spend how she wants yes hilarious (laughs) um and then we go back inside oh yeah and everyone's just like that is his lighter yeah (laughs) which why does he have a lighter anyway (laughs) (laughs) but anyway sandy's still singing yeah and then it's just, like, this random, super cheesy moment. I know. Of, like, Seth puts his arm around his mom. And then, like, Alex is there. And then yep. Ryan. And then Lindsay. And then Zach and Summer. And then Summer gets Marissa. So then it's, like, everyone. And they're all everyone. just, like, together. Yeah. 
Oh, it's really funny. Cute. But hey, that's the power of love. Yep. <laughs> and actually, no, that's that's it. That's the episode. <laughs> Did you have any like favorite Callie moments? I mine was when Seth was riding his skateboard to Alex's, and oh, he's like cool. skating along the boardwalk, and it's just like ocean in the background, and yeah, yeah, I had that. And I th- there was another moment I feel, and now I don't remember what it was. There was, like, a super, like, California pan just before, like, after the the opening sequence where then it goes to the theme song and, like, the credits. Then, like, when they're going to school, there was, like, a super, like, California pan of everything. Oh, man. And it was just kind of like, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Super California. Yeah. Uh, who did you have as most annoying for this episode? I had Julie. Fair. I just, it, I feel like if you're bribing somebody with money to stop seeing your daughter yeah you just kind of win that one Hmm. I mean Marissa's also being annoying so there's that and I feel like I mean rightfully so but Kirsten was a little bit annoying obviously she's super upset about everything that's going on yes but she was kind of doing that it in that kind of Marissa, like, immature kind of way. Or, like, but then again, as equally, like, Sandy should have just owned up to forgetting. So, like, just the... Yeah, like, there's kind no of... point in which Sandy is like, I'm really sorry that I forgot our 20th anniversary. Yeah, and then her kind of always throwing it back in his face. Like, just them kind of not fully talking to one another was kind of annoying. But... Ooh! Alarms. Party! Party! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's what I had. Uh, we didn't have anybody new in this, right? There was no. I mean, we had, I guess, Zach's mom and sister, but they're in it for like a hot second. And yeah, you don't even like get close, like barely get close no. enough to see their face. <laughs> nope. So there's not really anybody new. Yeah. Uh, did you have a Sethism? I did. Uh, so right. So after Ryan has lied, and then they're at school talking. <laughs> right. Uh, Seth says if we were buddy cops sometimes i like to think we are i'd be riddled with bullets right now that was a good one (laughs) because ryan didn't do a good job of saving him with that lie (laughs) yep um i had when he comes to alex's after school when he's supposed to be going straight home Mm -hmm. and he's like trying to like you know yep get all sexy times with her And he says, I call this part prepping the oven. Oh my god. I. What? Like, for that alone, how did he not get, like, slapped in the face? If someone ever said that to me as a way of, like, (laughs) trying to get to, like, a foreplay level, I would be like, I'm sorry, what? But I don't think I can talk to you anymore. No, like, you have to go now. Right? Prepping the oven. Be like, and we're done now. Prepping <laughs> the oven. I just, it was just, it was too funny to me. <sighs> Did you have, okay, so I have like a few little song notes. Yes. Obviously like Sandy's singing all these songs. It's yep. great. Um, one of them I think was actually like specifically for the show or something like that. But did you notice that when Ryan and 
Lindsay were having their study super makeout topless. It's journey. It's journey. Yep. <laughs> yep. Open arms by journey. <laughs> but yeah, so the one that Sandy does, um, the first song he sings yeah. is Don't Give Up On Me, which was originally Solomon Burke, mm-hmm. who is definitely mentioned at some point in the first season when Kirsten's outside and listening to Solomon Burke and Sandy comes out and says something about it. So like there's that tie back as well. It's clearly like sort of there, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And and all the songs are just like kind of apologizing, forgive me, et cetera, et cetera. My wife. Oh yeah. She ain't a lady. She's my wife. Mm -hmm. But apparently there was actually a recording Mm -hmm. of um, actually Peter Gallagher singing. Don't give up on me that you could find on itunes or something and if you ever want to hear peter gallagher sing again watch zoe's extraordinary playlist oh Uh, because he sings on that lots of people sing on that slash bring kleenex (laughs) almost every episode but 100 percent the season finale all right it's first of all like cinematically it's this epic long tracking shot like one take but like oh wow 10 minutes long maybe oh wow or like close to and like going through a house and like up and down and here and there like massive 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 and they always like it's always huge theatrical numbers because right that's the whole thing is that she can hear people's she can hear people's emotions via them doing a song and dance number that like doesn't happen in the real world but like oh yeah i see what you're saying that's what she's able to like yeah uh, and it's, I mean, there's so many episodes where it's just like ball your face off, but that one in like, it's just, <sighs> wow. I mean, the whole show is so good and so amazing and super funny. And it has like, what's his face from pitch perfect and Lauren Graham and like, mm. right. Lauren Graham. Yeah. Lorelai. Um, all these other people and like, yeah. Huge song and dance numbers with like amazing songs, like super nice. popular, super good songs. There's one where there's this entire troop of deaf people and they actually just like sign everything. Oh, so there's cool. no lyrics and it is just like. Where are you watching this? Uh, it was on NBC. I was watching it on TV, but I feel like it's probably on hmm. things. Okay. So I'll have to check my various streaming services. Yeah. Uh, but yeah <laughs> the season finale and the end and just. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but yes. Peter Gallagher singing. I feel like the actual song of the episode is New Hampshire. Mm. Uh, what is it by like Matt Pond PA or something like that? Yeah. Um, Cause it comes up twice. It comes up. Oh no, I didn't notice that. Hmm. When Seth, I think when Seth is going to talk to Alex and she's like, no. Right. Uh, and then when Ryan and Lindsay are talking on the pier it comes up again. Ah, uh, yes. So it's kind of the like, pay attention to this song because right. this is where everyone's semi breaking up. <laughs> but yeah, that's the power that's... of love. Yeah. Oh, and again, because I have no idea what happens in this one, I have no idea what happens next. Same. It's hilarious though. Like literally, I remembered nothing about this episode except for I did remember when Julie went out to talk to DJ in the car. Yeah. That she was going to write him a check. And then I did cotton on to the fact that obviously they were scheming this mm-hmm. anniversary thing. 
Yeah. When the cops showed up at the restaurant. But like, I, I remembered none of it and I know I've seen it. Yeah. And I'm looking at the next episode. Not familiar. Huh? What is the next episode? It's called Uh, called the X factor. Oh, Alex wants to spend some time with her ex. Okay. Of course. I have suspicions about where that's going. Yes. Uh, And Julie has some sort of makeover idea planned for the Newport group. (laughs) Didn't she do that already? Yep. (laughs) It seems to be that there might be some sort of, like, girls' night versus boys' night. So, like, Lindsay, Summer. Oh, okay. Lindsay, Summer, Marissa, and then Ryan, Seth, Zach. That's a situation I can get behind. Yeah. It sounds like it goes badly for the girls. Um, Huh. Mm-hmm. Yikes. So intrigue. Intrigue indeed. X Factor. Uh, all right. Yeah, don't forget to follow us on all the places. Uh, rate and review on iTunes. And we'll be back next week with The X Factor. Bye.